chapter 2, Climbing Spirit. The world is not just weirder than your madness among the sick It's weirder than cats Terrence McCabe. Nothing is true, everything is permitted. Peter J. Cowell. Everything is true because all values are context dependent, including this one. Modeling spirit as a distinct phenomenon of consciousness involved three basic approaches. The first approach was to view the system of subjectivity as external to spirit. This arose out of the sense that when one enters spirit, it feels like one removes the psyche as if it were a mask upon one's face. The sense one has is that spirit feels prior to the psyche, yet at its center and beyond its circumference. From this sense of spirit, along with the notion of subjectivity as the defining attribute of all psychological experiences, one feels that spirit is external to subjectivity and thus non-psychological. The second approach is to view spirit not as spirit, with a capital S, but as an additional psychological component with its own structures, whose expression is mediated by consciousness. This approach accounts for the difference between spirit and consciousness as one between two different structures of subjective experience or relative subjectivities which comprise absolute subjectivity, that is, the psyche. This latter account seems to fit better with the false difference and better expresses the intuitive components of spirit. Later developments, the second approach resulted in definition and observation of subjectivity is just another system within the psyche. The psyche and subjectivity once separated, the spirit defined as external to and distinct from subjectivity can be incorporated into the psyche as psyche is now defined as not fundamentally any experience. To account for the feeling of taking off my consciousness or taking off psyche, then is the psychological process of engagement in which spirits must put on, that is, engage with consciousness and therefore with psyche to express itself behaviorally. Additionally, in the second approach, there would be a relationship between structures of spirits and structures of consciousness, potentially and similarly to states of consciousness, they could be states of spirit. Here in the second approach, as we here in the second approach as well, we differentiate absolute spirit and relative spirit. Relative spirit is further differentiated from states of consciousness, which are felt at the circumference or edges of relative spirit. Relative spirit does seem to correlate with an increase in one's states of consciousness, although the states related to consciousness feel more electric and exothermic in comparison to states related to spirit, which feel more magnetic or etheric or plasma-like or gaseous or fluid. That is, spirit feels like it flows, whereas consciousness feels like it buzzes. The further reaches of spirit feel like they glow. 
literary corroborations of the second approach arise out of the Judeo-Christian, Gnostic, and Kabbalistic traditions, specifically in their creation myths, which are emanationist in nature. During creation, there is an explicit statement of the human soul, herein interpreted as consciousness, as distinct from the human spirit, and similarly God, is stated to be distinct from the spirit of God. In Kabbalah, the human soul is differentiated into the nefesh, or instinctual mind, the ruach, or intellectual mind, the neshama, or intuitive mind, and beyond the neshama is the chiyah, the life essence or spirit. Here again we see the soul made of three different types of mind, which are differentiated from a fourth, more fundamental structure. The third approach is to consider spirit as the first microsystem of the first mesosystem of the fourth macrosystem of consciousness, or the first microsystem of the first mesosystem of the first macrosystem of the second megasystem of consciousness. The view of the third approach is against the intuitive feeling of the distinction between consciousness and spirit. Instead, it may assume the fundamental substrate of the psyche is consciousness, that the macrocosmic microsystem or absolute consciousness is not absolute but instead just another microsystem of consciousness within the psyche of which there are innumerably more systems of consciousness. This approach, this approach accounts for the false difference between spirit and consciousness as a difference in the third and fourth macrosystem of consciousness or between two megasystems. This approach could also account for the false difference between consciousness and spirit as a level difference between systems of consciousness and a novel metasystemic structure that is megasystem of consciousness. The third approach differs from the second in that it still assumes that spirit is consciousness which is in line with the literature of transpersonal psychology based primarily on the texture between consciousness as electromagnetic states being electric and structures being magnetic, spirit is a flowing plasma like a very thin gas, like a cool flame. Macrocosmic consciousness is like light, both particulate and wave-like, an exothermic reaction, but spirit is like the space through which light propagates, it is like an endothermic reaction, that is, it is like the vacuum of space. Consciousness is stimulative or active in nature, whereas spirit is sedative or passive in nature. Consciousness is at the foreground or forward-leaning, whereas spirit is in the background or backward-leaning. There is a brilliance, a radiance, and a high vibration of frequency to consciousness, whereas spirit has a depth, a low and slow or pervading frequency. The systems of consciousness seem to function more like networks, whereas the spiritual systems consist of resonance, link, wave, field, and plane formations. 
as the second approach is more apt in describing the felt experience of spirit, it has been selected for theorizing spirit as a phenomenon. Thus, psyche and spirit are modeled as distinct phenomena, with psychological development being defined by sentient genesis and a deepening of experience and broader functionality as the structure of the mind becomes more complex and simple. Whereas spiritual development is defined by ontological shifts resulting in an expanded experience as one's relationship to reality becomes increasingly more complex and simpler.